0: I'm Thomas Chabot, and you're listening to The Sense call In a world still gripped by COVID-19. In a country where deaths are rising from the virus. In a province locked down to slow the spread. In a city desperate for distraction. In studios safely distanced, We're back to provide some distraction and hopefully a bit of entertainment. Welcome to Season 9 Episode 1 of The Sense Call-Ups for Saturday, January 9th, 2020. I'm Cardinal, Pan and Canuck are here as well. Three months have passed since we were last recorded, and while much has changed, there is far, far too much that has remained the same. That said, vaccines provide some hope against the pandemic, and the return of the NHL will hopefully fill the void of what to do with lockdown evenings for hockey fans in Ontario. Boys, it's been a while.
1: And you're going to listen to this episode on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> how are you doing sir
2: <laughs> you're just gonna hold off on it till tomorrow <laughs>
1: <laughs> just hedging the bets here yeah. well, that's all
0: right people listen to it whenever they listen to it it's just that we happen to be recording on a saturday that's all hockey season has come is fast approaching i actually mm-hmm. i i will raise my hand and say that i hadn't realized exactly how soon it was starting i'm like oh, okay so training yes. camp's going on that's yeah. great what it's starting next week oops yeah, six okay. days we we should probably get together. So here we are. Season 9, can you believe it? I was reminiscing. I was thinking about that going this is season 9. That's And, and
1: we we do re- real seasons. Like we actually wait until the NHL turns over. Like I've seen other podcasts like a season might be kind of like the season of a calendar year uh and maybe have multiple ones during a calendar year, but no, we, we're do actually doing it with the NHL seasons.
2: Gentlemen we have outlasted Bobby Ryan.
1: <laughs> we welcomed him in with song and sent him off. A song.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. ba, 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 Enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, it is good to be back. I have to say that it is good to be back, and we have so much to talk about. Um, that well, we'll get started in just a second. Quick housekeeping: Podcast at is the email address uh the forums are still around at sendscallups.com there will be sense bingo again um, it's been revamped some of the bingo squares have changed uh, and there will actually be uh, note-taking on when people get bingo and what their card was and all sorts of stuff so it's going to be a little more organized not that it wasn't organized before but it'll be a little more there'll be a few more metrics there we go there's a wonderful corporate word um, associated with it so it's always fun, especially if the game is not terribly fun. Um, hang out in the forums and people can tell you whether something is actually one of those categories or not. So if you're not familiar with some of the things on a bingo card, there will be people around to help. Um, the waiver wire is 1-844-SCNS. Brought to, brought to you once again by our friends at Versature. So you can always leave us a voicemail. You can send us an email, give us things to talk about or give us your thoughts. Let's get going, Pam. Oh, actually, right.
2: I'll, I'll just add one other thing. and I, I, no. I'm sorry I didn't look into this yet. But a uh, friend of the show, Brian Fraser, who um, has come out with some news in regards to his health. But they're running a Fraser Fantasy Hockey League. So if anyone's interested in that, um, what is it? Their Twitter handle is at the Fraser League. So I don't know if they've already passed up or finished things. Um, but it is going up there and we were raising money for him. Uh, I I think either for him. No, I don't think it's for him. I think it's for uh, Canadian Blood Services and they've already excelled um, and exceeded uh, their goal of $5,000. Good for them. So go check that out if you're interested in in fantasy hockey. Um, Again, I don't know what what they're exactly doing, but it's a good idea. All right, you ready? Yep. Game!
1: My ears have not
2: missed that yell. That was good because this way my neighbors know that I'm still alive.
1: <laughs> True. <laughs>
2: because I haven't seen them in forever. And I think now, cause, well, two. this is two weeks from Boxing Day. Or December 26th for the uh, American listeners. When um,
1: Ontario lockdown started.
2: Ontario lockdown started, but that's also because like I spent Christmas with my parents because I was allowed to since I'm alone. Mm-hmm. Um, first time in 12 years, by the way. Because they normally travel all the time, so th- right. th- that that well, was kind of nice for me. Between that and not ironing um, dress shirts,
0: <laughs> COVID's
2: been pretty good. But yeah, so it's it's been fourteen days now, so I'm kind of re quarantined. Wow. So. So yeah.
0: All right, uh, where do you want to start? There, we have so many different things to talk about. Um, I mean, number one, it's kind of awkward to talk about what the preseason has been up to now because there is no media at it. So (laughs) we're kind of reduced and and media is as well to talking about line combinations in practice. And And in
1: the preseason, they're not playing other teams, right? It's just internal practice. Yeah,
2: exactly. They did a scrimmage now. And I know that there's a lot of, if not every other team has been streaming their scrimmages So it would be nice to be able to see that. And they,
1: I'm surprised they didn't do that.
2: Yeah, they really should have. Like, again, you're trying to rebuild the brand and gain interest on the team.
0: So either that or your your first look will be the first game.
2: Yeah, well, it it will be the first game. (laughs) It
0: builds (laughs) entry. Yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah, but you don't get the build up beforehand. So, which it is really, it's freaking, it's 2020.
0: It's a scrimmage so yeah okay great <laughs> red scored on black black scored on white white scored on red all right so there we go <laughs> yeah
2: yeah and i'm oh, it's I craig which goalie was in who else what was a play like yeah, so,
0: we'll see it eventually craig. coming soon it's going to be interesting to see what i mean the talk in in media conferencing was oh well this player has been uh you know, lined up with these two, or this these players are these two defensemen are playing together, or this is what's going on. So, because there are so many new faces
2: mm-hmm.
0: and spots, there are a fair number of spots available. Depending on who does what, um, it's going to be interesting to see the way that you know opening night's lineup is going to be. Who knows? I mean, some of the names are definitely locked in, but there are a lot of question marks as who's going to appear and who's going to be put on the taxi squad slash press box. Mm-hmm. But, and I mean, even things. There was a discussion uh, I was having at work the other day. We'll start here. Um, Matt Murray is obviously the starting goalie. Obviously, yeah. No question. He,
1: my eyes are going to be on him. I'm, I'm excited to see you know I'm what kind of Matt Murray we're going to get. And you know, we will take a few games too before we really know. But are we going to get that Matt Murray that shut down the Senators a few years ago, or are we or are we got to get the uh, or the Matt Murray that went head
2: to head against Carey Price? Yeah, (laughs) He was good in the playoffs. I'm sorry.
0: We'll see. But I mean, he's he's definitely the number one goalie. Hogberg is definitely the backup goalie. Mm -hmm. My question is this. You have three others in camp right now. Or around. You have Decord, Mandelisi, and Gustafson. Mm -hmm. Now, the AHL is supposed to be starting two weeks after the NHL starts. Yeah. so well, You said supposed to. Yeah. Supposed to. Well, everything yeah, everything chill, is yeah. fluid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the question. Which goalie of those three do you keep on your taxi squad? Do you keep Gustafson, or do you want him to play in the AHL so you keep Decord? And I mean, Mandelisi is definitely going to the AHL. I mean, I don't think there's any question there. So which one do you keep on the taxi squad here who may not get a lot of playing time but because if one of the if, if one of um, Murray or Hogberg gets hurt you have to have the taxi squad goalie able to play in the NHL and if they're in the AHL you can't call them up without them going through quarantine.
2: Oh you can't okay that's, that's what I wasn't sure.
0: I don't I think that's what the rule is going to be. <clears> because I think because they're only
2: going to play the Marley's and uh, Laval. So if well
0: like which one way. would you
2: keep? That's the question. The coin's got a two
1: way, but does the two way contract mean anything with this scenario?
2: No. Because if well, you're on taxi squad and you're on a two way, you're getting the uh uh AHL contract.
0: Is that the mm-hmm. that's the rule? That was my follow up. That, that's question.
2: that's a rule. Yeah. Okay. But it but if you're on a one way, so like if they put an Isimov, for example, on the taxi squad, then he gets it you I, I think you need waivers, and no one's going to claim anyone on waivers. Um, just because of quarantine and problems. But I think he has a clear waivers, but then he still gets his NHL contract.
0: So from the taxi squad to the main NHL team, there are waivers involved?
2: If you're sending them down, there's no re-entry. So that was to kind of, I guess, prevent Tampa from just putting guys on taxi squad.
1: Hmm. Okay, this is going to be a weird year with that. I think we're going to yeah, see a lot it's, of games where be... different rosters game to game.
2: Well, yes. you, yeah, yeah, because it's it's so compact too. So yeah.
1: it's compact, and if heaven forbid someone comes down and they're sick, uh, you know, you may have like a chunk of a team gone for a while.
2: Let's see. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's a quarantine rule. If there is, that changes the. My idea as to who was going to be the practice or the uh, taxi squad goalie, because really you want Decord and uh, Hog- no, Gustafson to play as much as possible. Yeah. So essentially, with Mandelisi, ECHL is is done. Exactly. So he can either be a practice goalie or sit at home.
0: Well, oh, there you go. You 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 have to you you have one goalie on your taxi squad and then two in the AHL. That's right.
2: So, because if you don't need to quarantine and you need a goalie, you just call them up.
0: But I think there is a quarantine rule between the AHL and the NHL.
2: Yeah, I'm going to try to look that up.
0: Okay. I think so. I think that's what I heard. That's, I wanted, I wanted to know if anybody had heard something more concrete than that.
1: It makes sense. I mean, they're trying to maintain the integrity of this bubble, you know, quasi bubble they're doing, right? It would make sense for them to have those kind of restrictions.
0: Mm Mm-hmm but that's where it would be complicated of which one do you keep up here. I mean, forwards and defensemen it's a bit more fluid that you they are a bit more interchangeable. Goalies kind of aren't. That's why I was wondering which one you would keep. I for the record my my thought was keep Decord up here.
2: He can practice What about
1: that Zamboni driver in Toronto?
2: <laughs> well. Okay, so there's no blanket rule on the quarantine. And so th- this article speaks figures like Montreal, Toronto, and Winnipeg because their AHL teams are within their cities. Uh huh. Belleville is still in Ontario.
0: Yes. I was going to say it's falling under the same rules. So, yeah.
2: So, as long as the the driver, the, the player drives themselves from Belleville or Toronto, wherever they are, to Ottawa for the games, I don't think there's an issue.
1: Well, that's very easy.
2: Because the, the AHL will be following the same quarantine and testing rules as the NHL, I would assume.
0: I would think so. I would hope so. For the player's sake as well as you know, player movement's sake.
2: Yeah. Now, I don't know if you guys heard, but Dallas has already delayed um, three of their games. I didn't follow up with this even more. Columbus had 12 people out of practice.
0: Whoa. Yikes. Players? Like 12 players
2: players out at practice, and they just said for extreme caution. Oh, goodness. So I don't know if the NHL has a contingency bubble plan. And this, uh, in my opinion, would be fairly easy to sell to the players. It's like, listen, you're either not going to get paid, or you go, go into the bubble and you look at it on a month to month basis to start. And then down to a week to a week or something like that. Don't forget, though, and the NHL is catching some some flack for this, but they also have a private order in for the uh, vaccines. Right. So once the players are vaccinated, there's going to be less to worry about. And that could be, what, two, three months away maybe? Oh, yeah. So then just tighten up for now, see how things go, and then change. That that That's what I'm thinking is going to happen.
1: And and I don't get the impression that a lot of states even have many restrictions, do they? They don't.
2: No. The Panthers are allowing up to 5,000 fans in next week. 5,000. So
1: they are reduced, but still allowing some. That's right. Kind of like football. You see some states have none and some have reduced.
2: Exactly. Which is terrifying. Because mm-hmm. in, in in Ontario we're getting like what four thousand cases a day. I think we yep. topped out at that. Yep. And like some other states have like twelve thousand.
0: <laughs> the the and numbers it's are
2: as usual
1: are staggering. Yes.
0: Well, everybody looks at things differently. So, where do you want to go with uh, skaters? I mean, we have. A well, list we've of got hope. a couple
2: of trades that we didn't talk about yet. Okay. Um, why don't you start with those? Sure. So the biggest one, I'm just going to bring these up here. Cap-friendly is beautiful because when you can click on the GM and then look at their trade history, this thing is just wonderful. All right. So the biggest deal since we last talked about Austin Watson, and it is what it is. So the biggest deal since then was between Ottawa and the National Predators where we sent Michael Carcone over for Zachary Mackwood.
0: That was a blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> What?
2: <laughs> and of course, and of course, people got all tizzied about it because I think Kirk Cohen played well, but he's like 28 versus a 23-year-old or something. So you need AHL players. We've so been through that. Next, the Ryan Dezingle trade gets completed at this point, and I'll talk about that in a second. So we send over the Columbus Blue Jackets final second-round pick that we had to the Arizona Coyotes for an expiring Derek Stepan. Um, yeah, that was
1: interesting
0: I'm glad to hear you say that what's that that you thought the trade was interesting
1: uh, I'm just hmm? kind of curious on what they're going for with with that trade um, Derek Stefan I guess he's going to fall under that experience veteran kind of role um, we have a few of them on the team now I don't know no, just interesting
0: I, I think it was a trade to get a genuine top six center, because up to now we ha- the the only real the only experienced center we had was Chris Tierney, really and Colin
2: White.
1: I yeah, mean he's thirty I years old. I
0: don't
2: have a problem. Well, I guess with no, because this is what third year for Colin.
1: He, it's the yeah second, yeah it's at least his third, isn't it?
2: This or, yeah this will be his third. Yeah, he played that one game in the playoffs and almost scored himself. I think I yeah, mean so.
0: I, I, I look at the, the step on trade and went, okay. I wasn't angry about it. I was like okay. <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent sure where it's going, so okay. But we'll see. Mm-hmm.
2: So and of course people are crying that sends are cheap because it's a cap hit of six and a half, base salary of two. But it's like Perfect? Yeah, but that's not cheap. One, it's one year. Cap doesn't matter this year for this team. They added two million dollars of salary,
0: right? And and got a top six center. So where's yeah, the problem?
2: He's, not a, he's <laughs> not. a great top six center.
0: No, but he's a top six
2: center.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. A That's top six center.
2: <laughs> That's a good one. Anyways, and then after that, the next day. Um, Ottawa trades to Tampa Bay, Marion Gab- Gabrick and Anders Nielsen.
1: which is crazy right there
2: kids nuts to receive an expiring Braden Colburn, an expiring Cedric Pocket and a 2022 second round pick in Tampa or from Tampa.
1: So so Tampa was in cap trouble right? Mm-hmm. But those are big cap hits in Gabrick and Nielsen, are they not? Well, Gabrick,
2: yeah, but they're LTIR,
1: so they don't count against the cap.
0: They count as cap relief.
2: They count as cap relief, like what the, um, oh, uh, what the Leafs did. Now <laughs> loophole. Well, well even at that, they've got Kucherov's missing the season, so they've got lots of cap relief, but they're not going to acquire anyone else. And now people, no, granted I saw a lot of people like, this is a good trade. So in aggregate within these two trades, you have acquired Colburn, Pocket, and Stepan for two LTIRs and pushing your uh, second round pick by a year.
1: And we got Galchenyuk too. Is, did we talk about that? that was about?
2: A, yeah, Yeah, we did. He was a UFA signing. Thought uh, we might maybe not. So because is only trades. Paquette's so, a center as well. Paquette's a center. Put Paquette's a four uh, four C. I'm thinking Braden Colburn's probably gonna be uh taxi squad.
1: We have a lot of centers right now.
2: We have a lot of defensemen.
1: We have a lot, have of, a defensemen. lot
2: of defensemen. That too. But again. Look at that. So we got a second round pick for two guys, and you're not necessarily helping out Tampa, which will be back in our division, we assume next year. You got a second-round pick, which is, is what fans have been asking for. Take advantage of your tap space. We didn't have to give even a seventh-round pick the other way. We just gave two retired players. Yeah. And, no, and it's that, a fantastic trade. It's a, it's a great trade. And again, both of these guys ex- – the contract, I keep saying they expire, the contracts expire. Yeah. <laughs> we, we <laughs> Thank you for tr- for being careful with that language. So, so yeah, so those are the trades that we've done. I don't know if you want to kind of look at the lineups and, and stuff like that now.
0: We can do that in a bit. Sure. Um, you, you mentioned that there was also the um, Alex Galchenyuk was signed. Uh, we also signed Evgen- Evgeny dadanov
2: Yeah, I think the, we talked about that last time, but
0: yeah, we, we,
1: we, did. we wanted sure.
2: to come here.
0: He's going to be the one to, uh,
1: my top three things to watch, and I think probably not far off of most Sens fans, Matt Murray, everyone wants to see Tim Stutzel play, Mm -hmm. and uh, interested to see how Dadanov fits into this.
2: Same.
1: I'm assuming he's first line winger.
2: Yes. Yeah, first line right
1: wing. Like who's going Um, to play on the right with, you know, and who's centering that first line, I guess, is it? That that's a good question.
2: Yeah, they had Logan Brown at practice the other day, but
0: well, they've been they've been cycling through all sorts of different people at, between Dadanov and Brady Kachuk. I mean, they had Colin White there. They had yeah. um, Logan Brown there. They had like it's been just sort of a I don't want to say like it's just been a cycle, put people with people and see what happens in practice. Because I mean. There's so many it's different practice. games. It's practice.
1: But yeah, I mean, there's so many practice different Practice
2: time's days. almost over because you only got six days. Yeah.
1: I assume Colin you know, White gets first crack at first center.
2: I think, yeah. That's my opinion. That should be his job to lose.
1: Yeah. And then, I don't know, after just that. Think, no like, offense, Holgan Brown. North, nothing's handed to North you, but that's his quite Green, right? So he's still just coming out of an excellent NHL. <laughs> exactly.
2: That's exactly you, it.
0: Yeah. I mean, step on. There's Derek <laughs> no Stepan. I was going to say, there's your, or there's, I mean, there's Anisimov. There's Chris Tierney. Why do I keep mm-hmm. forgetting about Anisimov? Right?
2: <laughs> well, many <laughs> people forget about Anisimov.
0: Because <laughs> it's forgettable. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, so
2: no,
0: so no, mean. I'm not trying. No, I'm not trying to be mean. It's just that I, he didn't really stick out as anything. Like he wasn't really noticeable last year. Like it didn't. Don't
2: look. Don't look. How many goals do you think he had last year?
0: Anisimov? Yeah. Seven.
1: Fourteen. Fifteen. Really? Yep. Yeah. Were they all early in the season? No. No, I, I remember it, him scoring.
2: Yeah, because I'd always tweet out the picture of uh, him shooting at the goalie.
0: <laughs> right.
2: his okay. so think I think uh, that back.
0: Injury. It didn't, like, didn't really Now A lot of people me. think
2: that he's done, but I'm like... And for different reasons, it's his job to lose, in my opinion.
1: Never count out the Russians.
2: Like 15 goals there versus Nick Paul. Sorry to the listeners, I'm, I'm using a mechanical keyboard and mouse, so it's real loud. Um, what did Nick Paul do last year? Let's take a peek. Now, Nick, Nick Paul should be a depth player for this team for a long time, in my opinion.
0: I think he's probably going to be a, a third or fourth line winger. Oh, that's North not bad.
2: Okay, he did better than I thought. Uh, nine goals and eleven assists—that's not bad.
0: And he wasn't playing all that high up in the lineup most of the time.
2: That's right. Oh yeah, he well that yes, that's right. So,
1: who the heck is Parker Kelly?
2: A H L. Okay. He, he's he's pretty grindy too. I think when when you see him play, I think you'll like him.
0: Cool.
1: Um, and I totally forgot about Matthew Pekka.
0: Yeah, taxi squad. Well, the taxi squad could be very Matthew Peck. I
2: forgot about Matthew Peck. So, (laughs) uh, up to six players, (laughs) up to up to four to six players, including a goalie.
1: I hope they use this strategically, especially with the shortened schedule. They uh, and with the low expectations on the team this year, why not? leverage this as a chance to get more people playing
2: mm-hmm.
0: Well you have to balance that with how much ice time uh, how much will you get them playing in the NHL if they're on the taxi squad versus how much are they going to play if they're in the AHL
1: Of course, but I mean use that taxi squad. oh yes. yeah I,
2: I, I wouldn't put any of the young guys on taxi if it was me. And if you get an injury and you can't get the, get a guy up, Again, assuming quarantine rules are what we think they are. Like, Gal apparently hasn't looked great. Taxi Squad, he's a million bucks. Who cares?
0: So, what would you do with Drake Batherson and uh Alex Formanton and Philip Chalapic and Ray hey, Walters?
2: Ch- Chalapic, not so much because I think he's older
0: 23.
2: He is what he is at this point. Same age as Rudy Balser's. Really, eh?
0: They're both 23. Yep.
2: Okay, I'd rather Balser's play Chalapic. I'm fine with him being a taxi squad. For what? Yeah, we haven't seen these guys in 10 months. But Or like Mike Haley. Or Michael Haley. That uh, we signed to a two-way deal. 700 grand. He's 34. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's uh, he's not really an instigator, but he's an agitator. So if you got two out of your three out of four or something like that, and back to backs, or your one team's being a little bit rougher on you, you, you might want to. Uh, I don't know any rough teams right now. Maybe Winnipeg, but they've lost a lot of big guys, um, or against Toronto, something like that. That you just want to throw them off their games, put them into one of the three games bring him up from taxi squad or he can be the healthy scratch. JC uh, JC Bode? JC Borden's up there like
1: <laughs> JC Robertson. I,
2: I don't really see many of these guys that I'd really need in the NHL when I'm looking at the non-roster forwards here. Like uh, Josh Norris makes a team for sure. And if he's hope, not nope. going to play then AHL easy. Easy decision.
0: Um, well, I want him to be playing. Jared. I don't want him to be not playing. He did too well last year. I don't want him to be sitting around and not playing.
2: Right. Yeah. But if he's faltering, then just send him down right away. What
1: do this you guys expect not. out of the uh, the Canadian, or should we say, uh, Scotia Bank division?
2: <laughs> North, the, the North. The Scoti- North division.
1: North. We the North. Um, what do you th- what do you expect out of this? I, it's going to be interesting. I think Ottawa. Everyone has them pegged at the bottom, which is kind of fun. Uh,
0: Zero expectation.
1: Zero. Yeah. Uh, I think they're going to be wrong. I don't think we're going to be top, but I don't know.
0: My expectation, a lot of hate, a lot of hate. There's it's think of it this way, a seven game playoff series plus two or plus three. They're not all in a row, but that's playing these teams a lot. And to quote Dean Brown, Hate is good for hockey. That's true.
2: So uh, mo- most teams will have to s- play a Kachuk 32% of the time. <laughs>
0: that's
1: true. <laughs> and if you think of a team like the Leafs, which is like the Yankees of baseball, where you either love them or hate them.
2: Yeah, Yankees win. Now
1: every team across Canada is going to get to play them that much more. So it's going to just elevate that that hatred, right?
0: Yes. I had a, I had a Leaf fan... Tell me the other day that uh, that uh, playing the Kachucks is going to be really fun because the they the Wayne Simmons is going to put them in their place. And I went. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wayne
2: Simmons can't keep up.
0: I was going to say, number one, I said, Wayne Simmons is old. I mean, you're thinking of him from 10 years ago. And number two, if you think Brady Kachuk is going to look at Wayne Simmons and go,
2: ooh,
0: um, think again. He won't.
2: Yeah. and besides Jordan which, if,
0: if you send Wayne Simmons out to teach him a lesson, then you might find somebody like Austin Watson going, Oh, Austin Matthews, I'd like to introduce myself to you.
1: Austin meet Austin.
0: Exactly. So if if you want to play that game, we we all we both know that the Leafs have no grit. So well, don't worry, they get too Thornton. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah.
2: You know, yeah. I've got a GIF already for Wednesday. But you know, in Lord of the Rings, have you Keep watched going. it too, uh, Cardinal? No,
0: nope. I'm, no. I've okay. read the books, but I've never watched the movies because even reading the books, it was like, this, this isn't my thing. I've read so, Tolkien, but it wasn't, in, it
2: wasn't my thing. So, and I can't remember the uh, main human's name, but like when Legolas and Gimli and the other guy are running in the mountains. And then the human and the elf are just running super, super fast. And then they have to wait for the dwarf.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: That's going to be Joe Thornton on that line. Yeah. Wayne yeah, probably. Ronson. Wayne Simmons is. How big is he? 6'2", 185 pounds.
1: That's a better physique than I'd have.
2: Oh, I love Wayne Simmons. I especially <laughs> liked him when he was younger but he like i love him as a player um but 62 185 where's brady here he's literally light. he's 64 212 and this was last year yeah so brady's got 40 what is that 30 pounds on him
0: mhm and 10 years
2: and and he looks big now he's he's put on strength
0: well, remember when we saw him at that uh, at the little get together yeah, we were invited tall. to? He he's tall, but he was so he was like, "Oh yeah, you're an 18 year old kid," because <laughs> he looked yeah. like one. But well, he's put on quite he a lot of weight
2: like since one, then. That's for sure. But yeah. It's, well, uh, if you
1: look back at the old pictures of when Carlson was drafted, like how string bean he was.
2: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he was a baby. He he still had chubby cheeks.
1: Pretty much, and then he of course bulked up over
2: the years. Did he ever? So, yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, I, I still think we'll probably be bottom two. I'm thinking Winnipeg's going to be the other one, but it's going to be it's going to be fun. Like this team's actually going to be competitive. We might steal games. I think Montreal might. I really like what Montreal's done. Well, I don't. I don't like what they've done. But it, it's, you're you know, All the moves that, that they've moved are smart. Even though they've got $15 million in goaltending, who cares? They still have cap space. And it's I think it's a, a one-year problem, maybe a two-year problem.
0: I think they did that so that they have a goalie to expose in the expansion draft. Did they not?
2: They did it because they knew there was going to be a lot of back-to-backs. Hmm. And enough. they're – I'm just going to bring them up here. Yeah, Jake Allen. Oh, God, that's a three-year deal. So, anyway, Jake Allen is very attractive to the expansion draft. As is, what's his name that went to Vancouver from the Capitals? Brayden Holby. Brayden Holby. And there's another one that I can't think of. Um, And they also have, there it is. Caden Primo was 21 years old. And I think he was on Team Canada last year. And he's very good. So they want him, they want to give him as much time in the AHL as he can. And any other goalie that they have in the system, like they've got like Charlie Lindgren, that I think played a bit last year, none of them can take can take the load off of uh, Carey Price.
0: Then we'll see how so, it works out for them.
2: Smart, smart move on them. Sure. As much as I hate it, but that's fine because with the divisions and how things are can look we have a very good chance that in the playoffs, we might see Toronto, Montreal, and Edmonton, Calgary.
0: Oh. <laughs> I, I can and hear it. I can I rock be it at Canada. Two like weeks it? off
2: of work. Yeah. <laughs> so, in, and this is where I'm a little bit surprised that American teams don't care if they play the uh, Canadian teams on TV. So, like, your um, the viewership goes down and stuff like that. Um, myself I've never really cared about who the team plays but unless it's Minnesota then I really don't care for some reason I just Minnesota does not move the dial Uh, but now this is going to be great for Sportsnet or the Bell Rogers thing for their TV contract I guess it's Rogers right? It's Rogers because they've been losing money for years on it
0: Mm -hmm. now speaking of how is, um, is every broadcast going to be a national broadcast or are there local broadcasts? Because the uh, local broadcasts are TSN. It's showing,
2: it's showing TSN also.
0: Yeah. So there will be local ones on TSN. Well, for Ottawa, because our local broadcaster is TSN.
2: Yeah. Now, the only thing that I hope is that they don't um, black out Winnipeg games if Ottawa is not playing that day. So I don't know if this is going to be a thing where like they're hoping that you get Game Center or whatever it is to supplement? I'm
1: sure they will milk it.
2: So I, I don't know which way is better for like do you want my hundred and seventy dollars a year or do you want to broadcast more and get more T V ad exposure? I, I don't know. I I don't know the business in that part.
0: Well, I think it would depend on the I would assume they're going to be doing quite a lot of national broadcasts, not just I I, I mean I haven't seen the schedule, I'll be honest. It looks but. like it's
2: only s- like it looks Gen- So January I've got we've got one, two, three, six, we've got nine games. Three of them are national broadcasts, which are Saturday, Saturday, and Wednesday.
0: Okay. So they're they're actually sticking to the Saturday Wednesday no, th- yeah, sometimes Sunday
2: now I think the for especially for the sense the local broadcast is more profitable for them so you want to keep them a piece too you can't just kick out the uh, the national one right or the, the local oh no but I've got five TSN channels or 17 you know, there's seven teams so at most you're, you're getting three games.
0: Yeah, but uh, that still falls under local. Blackout,
2: right, but so, but you, like you know what I mean, though, right? If the Sens aren't playing that day, let me watch a Winnipeg game. If the Sens are playing that game, I understand that you would block it out.
0: That's an interesting thought. By the way, they'd be hockey every hockey night.
2: Hockey exactly. I'm kind of
1: hoping that the other TSN channels will show, as they normally do. Right. So TSN 5, for example, here would have the Ottawa game and TSN 2 or 3 or whatever the number is would have that.
2: Right. But normally like the Winnipeg games are blacked out. They were doing a replay of a local Winnipeg game and they blacked it out. Wow. (laughs) So we'll we'll see. Yeah. But just give me as much as you can. And then the other thing with that is, are we going to see the American division on TV?
0: Hmm. We might not see a lot of it. I was going to say, when would we see it? It won't be a national broadcast.
2: But I know that we've seen some games on Sportsnet from time to time.
0: When there's no Canadian team playing?
2: I think so, yeah.
0: That's not just when the Leafs are out on the West Coast?
2: No, yeah, no. No, because those are still 7 p.m. starts right Uh, yeah. And we've got a couple of days too with like weird start times. I think it's uh a five p.m. Yeah. This is Wednesday, March 24th. I don't think that's a holiday. No. 5 p.m. local against Calgary.
1: For Ottawa? Yeah. In Ottawa
2: or Calgary? In Ottawa. Oh, that's weird. So it's three o'clock there, five PM here.
0: It's a Wednesday, you said? Yeah. Doubleheader National Broadcast. Must
2: be. Must be. But then what you, you don't do seven and ten?
0: No, you do five or maybe a triple header, five, seven. But, but and with
2: the but, but with a West team though. And again, yeah, but it's a Wednesday.
0: Yeah, national broadcast. So you do five p.m. in Ottawa, seven p.m. in in Winnipeg, and ten p.m. in, in um sure. In, uh, yeah, in LA. So Toronto yeah. will be in but Winnipeg. On a Wednesday? Yeah. <laughs> national broadcast. Hockey day in Canada? I don't know. On a it's Wednesday, <laughs> midweek hockey day in Canada? I don't know.
2: Yeah, the other real big difference here is that the uh, your start times locally are seven instead of seven thirty. Obviously, because we don't need to, like, we don't have to worry about commuting.
0: Oh, that's true. Well,
2: so so that'll be kind of nice. I don't. Weren't, know weren't national very broadcasts
0: very at seven anyways? Like if it was a it's Wednesday like, night it's... game. If it was a Wednesday yeah, night game, it was very broadcast. few.
2: Yeah. There are very few of them mm-hmm. uh, because of the traffic you get people in. So, but yeah, so it's, I, I can't wait. And I know that we've been saying, it's like can't wait to see Brady in, in a playoff series. This is going to be just the same. Oh yeah. Like we got back to back with Toronto to start. and they play two nights before that. So <laughs> that's going to be fun. And then, like, three against Winnipeg right away. So, well, the Winnipeg games are always entertaining. Yeah, they're not that great anymore, though, because obviously Dustin Bufflin's retired, and I think they've lost a couple other guys. Winey's not happy there. We'll see. So, we'll yeah, see. We'll see. Don't care. It's hockey. It's been <laughs> 10 months since uh, since hockey, and it's been 38 since Good since hockey.
0: It's been a while. Yeah. Well, last year was entertaining. It wasn't there weren't a lot of wins. But I, I I was entertained last year. It was two years ago that I wasn't entertained. It was just like I can't I can hardly watch this or listen to it or be at it or whatever.
2: Yeah. Like remember we were going for free and it was a chore.
0: Right.
1: What do you guys think of Tim Stutzla? Did you get to watch him at the Juniors?
2: I did.
0: Only bits and pieces, unfortunately.
1: I finally like near the end started watching um some of them. And he was like the most dominant German on the team Germany. I think he was involved in what like fifteen of the seventeen goals or or sixteen of the seventeen goals for the team.
2: Yep. No, also they, not they got, they were a it was a one line team. team. It is a one line team. He got top four of the tournament um, tournament.
0: Yeah. Pretty amazing for the guy who's on you know a team that Got absolutely gobsmacked a couple of times.
2: Yeah, there. well, yeah. I think there was one person said like he he doesn't deserve it because he was a minus eight in the, in the series. It's like he was a minus seven against Canada, where they lost sixteen to two. I think it was a. It might have been U.S. Like, I can't remember who they played, but it was one of the it was big. Canada
1: teams. is the one that was like sixteen. It was, to two.
2: It was Canada, so yeah, sixteen yeah. to two was a final score. Germany had fourteen players.
0: Yeah, because they yeah. Had, they were because just, they had COVID issues. Yeah, of Elas, course he's going
2: to be a minus seven. He got a yeah. goal in that game.
0: Yeah,
1: I didn't get to watch. Oh, I sorry, I didn't get to. I didn't watch a lot of the World Juniors this year. Um, just I don't know. <laughs> I can't say I was busy. It just wasn't yeah. top of mind. Uh, and and to be fairly, like, I don't know what it is like watching it's Team too, Canada too many
2: blowouts. It yeah, wasn't, like it was just, not. I, I don't really
1: enjoy that. I love the gold medal game, and yes, they lost and they didn't even get <sighs> like, shut out, right? But Such but it was good. good. Like uh, that, like play teams like that and games like that are fun. Like it's kind of too bad that uh, Canada and U.S. didn't get to play like more of those kind of games because they're very well matched against each other.
2: Exactly. So like
1: I don't want to watch sixteen to two.
2: No, it's 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 dull. And I was arguing with some friends on that. It's like, oh, no, scouts can get something out of this game. I'm like, what? It's Everyone
1: the takes their foot off the gas. It's loosey-goosey. It's, it's not like, the same field at all. We've
2: seen some scouts. They don't always pay attention. Like, okay. It's like, oh, this player is good. Let's see if we can draft him. No, they're already all drafted, and we've seen him for five years. Of course, we know everything about him. This game's going to mean nothing. So, anyway. But, uh, no, I, I'm very excited for him. Because he was consistently, in every shift, you noticed him.
1: Yeah, he did have that man amongst boys kind of look to him.
2: Yeah. Now, Quinton Byfield had one good game.
1: But the 16-2 the win. Yeah. He had a hat trick, I think.
2: Yeah, I think he got six points and then or five points that game, maybe. I think he got six, and then Tim Stutzler got uh, uh, five the next game. So, Stutzler seems to continuously be moving, progressing and progressing and progressing, while Byfield pretty much kind of stayed consistent.
1: Now, it's tough to stand out on a team like Canada. and Well, the entire sure.
0: team was first-round picks. Right. <laughs> kind of hard to stand out.
2: But the the second overall pick's on the third line. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm sure he's going to be a good player, too. I'm but perfectly we might, happy. We might have gotten a gem out of this.
0: Well, I'm perfectly happy with our draft picks. Both of them. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Especially. Yeah. Yeah. And Jake Sanderson ended up winning gold. Yep. Yeah. Tyler Clavin.
1: And, and Sanderson looked... Uh look pretty good like he was on I think he's what do you say he was their top one of their top defensemen in terms
0: of minutes yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah yeah by minutes he was number one I think he played more minutes than anybody else on the team
2: maybe the goalie
0: all skaters
2: oh goalie well, has got skates on so <laughs> okay you uh. want to get pedantic <laughs> all right
0: that's the way this is going to go, is it?
1: Well, oh, let's go for the referees then. They don't take a shift off.
2: I still don't know. How yeah, but really we know they're on one team or the re- other. I re- <laughs> um, Shoot, where is I going with that? Now, Jamie Drysdale looked amazing for Canada. But Sanderson might be that shutdown kind of well, Chris Phillips, if you only want to say that. I keep saying Chris Pronger. That's probably a little bit of a stretch or a little bit too of a high bar to be a a Hall of Fame player. But he's a shutdown guy. I know Cardinal last season. You ended up mentioning it's like all of our defensemen are the same, like Shabbat and Branson and everyone else is puck moving forward or puck moving defenseman, puck moving defenseman. Yeah. Sanderson seems to be one possibly one of the best shutdown defensemen we you got that behind Shabbat, free and beautiful.
0: Well, you see, that's where I'm glad you mentioned that, because if you look at Shabbat, and I'm not comparing Thomas Shabbat to Eric Carlson directly, but the style of player. <clears throat> look at the people who Eric Carlson played with and was successful with. I mean, Mark Mathot, obviously, much more of a stay-at-home defensive guy. Kuba. Yeah. Kuba, who was not an intensely physical player. He was positionally sound. And it worked.
1: Yeah, he needed a positional player with him.
0: Yeah, so if, if he plays with Sanderson, great. I mean, yeah. it's gonna well, be... they're both
2: left side though.
0: Yeah, so probably not. Put him on the second make make us make a shutdown second pairing. I mean, if we have a yeah. Philip Falchenkov second pairing, okay, great. Great. <laughs> I'm all for that. Um, could could where's uh, Yaros? Is he left or right? Can you they don't
2: like Yaros for some reason, so I, I expect him on the practice squad.
0: Because Yaros, is I, I right think
2: he's 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 on your non-roster list. If you're looking at uh... yeah, I know. Okay,
0: no, but I mean, down the road, Yaros and, and Sanderson as your second pairing. If you want your shutdown pairing and you want your top pairing, and then you have your uh, JBD. You have you have your um.
2: J JBD's apparently defensive.
0: Mm. So is he a right defenseman? Yes, mm. I think. Well, you never know. If not
2: Thompson, like you put Thompson and Sanderson together. Oh. It's looking good. Our defense will be all first-round picks, which at the time when they were doing it, we we're like, "What are you doing? Choosing from defensemen with all your first-round picks?" Now it looks pretty good.
0: <laughs> well, this is this is where this is where the professionals might just know a little bit more than <laughs> yeah. <here>. Twitter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, we, we've was-
2: learned that many many times. Actually, going back to your Eric Carlson thing. Because mm-hmm. Carlson was possibly the most dynamic player that we ever had on this team. Mm-hmm. Watching Tim Stutzla, that, and I was talking to Bruce about this too, but it was we've never had a player of this magnitude and talent and skill. And the difference between Tim Stutzla doing it versus Sarah Carlson doing it is Carlson would do the rush, but then he'd have to go back to the blue line. Sutso doesn't have to do that, right? So, I think where he's a special player.
0: Then I look forward to it. I mean, oh, I already I was.
2: Yeah. Did you see any of of him of him play?
0: I just caught clips. Unfortunately, I was okay. uh, I missed the first part of the tournament, um, and then I was, was just been busy for the second half of it.
2: Okay. Yeah, because there's one play like. He throws a hit down, though, rushes into the play, and I think either sets up the goal or scores it off a one-timer. It's like, perfect. Perfect.
0: Now, that's playing against people who are probably smaller than him, not the same size or bigger, but at least least the ability is there. I'm all for that.
2: He's already big, too. 18 years old. 6'1", 187. So by next year... In 365 days, he'll probably be over 200. Oh, yeah. oh well, he's not small.
0: I'm, I'm happy about that.
2: Yeah. Seems like a good guy. Seems driven. Like, I like him. I, I really like him. I'm real happy, and I'm excited.
0: Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about with the Senators? I mean, the captaincy, they announced three alternates?
2: Yeah. It's The only thing I've got against against that now is if it's going to be Shabbat, it should be Shabbat now. Well. Because, and, and the way that they're doing it, it's like we're evaluating it. It's like we know it's kind of between those two. And this might be a little bit Babcockian of DJ. Don't pin your players against each other if they both want it. Obviously thinking of Brady versus uh, Shabbat. And now you've got the wild card that if Tim if Stutzler comes in.
0: See, you read my mind on that one. That's exactly where I was about to go.
2: So now what do you do?
0: Exactly. Maybe that's why they did it. See it's what team see what the dynamic happens this year. I mean, yes, he's mm-hmm. the young one coming in, but see what the dynamic is. You never know.
2: Yep. And between the three because with the captaincy, I know a lot of it now is a lot of it's for who's going to talk to the press, who's going to talk to the press. Um, versus having, like, the, the workhorse guy. And, like, when people wanted uh, Boro as a captain, it was like, listen, yes, you, you need a leader. You also need followers, which they say that everyone's a leader. That's impossible. Um, or just chaotic, especially if you've seen Utopia. But it's, I, I like, for the captaincy, yes, I want someone that can talk to the... To the press and not be pressured and all and everything else like that. You have to be a leader in the room and with your teammates, but also with this, if the game is on the line, you need to be able to put the team on your back. We absolutely saw that with Alfie. We absolutely saw that with Carlson. Leadership you can challenge somewhat. He didn't really like the media too much. Um you could see it with Yashin back, and this is like we're going back now. Way. for so long. Yashin kind of politicized his way into it, but he was still the best player on this team. And then before that, we had Randy Cunnyworth. Who just workhorse guy. Which would be kind of like having a Boro. So, when the game's on the line, do you want Brady or Kachak or Stutzla, or do you want Boro to rally the troops? And especially with NHL... Ego, it's like if borrow's telling you something to do and you're a young guy, kind of arrogant and whatnot, because you have to be to be an athlete and very, very confident in yourself. You might not want to listen to him as much as somebody else like that, like like a star.
0: There are a lot of different ways of looking at it. I don't I'm not advocating any of them, by the way, like any particular direction. Yeah. It was just it was just one of those things that mm-hmm. I was actually thinking, oh, are they deferring the decision? Because they want to see what else is going to come, what else might appear during this season.
2: I, I say, a client too?
1: Yeah, re-sign Ka-Chuck and give him the C.
2: Yeah, but well, again, yeah, for the reasons that I mentioned, I don't know what's going on in the room.
0: No idea. No, we don't.
2: And all three of these guys are good enough with the media. If you really want, you give it to the uh, bilingual one.
1: There's an argument for that, especially Just in that. this town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: yeah, no, but but that's that, but that that's a big part of English French is big. Yeah, and I know when Guy Boucher was a team, or was was a team, he was the team um, when he was a coach. It was very good on the media and very good to advertise that way. And not to talk about politics, but watching Trudeau over the last year, being able to flip from English to French cleanly, I don't think he can win Quebec as in, as ESL. Or uh, French as well. Uh, second language. It's very, very difficult. And Colonel, you'll probably know that more. But if if your leader is not comfortable in speaking languages, as Prime Minister, I, I don't.
0: He's not going that very like far. Being
2: very good, yeah.
0: Nope. That's so. a very strong argument for Shabbat, though. I mean, there's, I, I mean, yeah. I know that. Um,
2: but that's uh, smart, it's marketing and PR.
0: Yeah, DJ Smith. I haven't heard him speak French. I don't know if he does or not. No, he
2: did one line. He's like, "I did immersion." Okay. And then he read one line. And he's like, "I will try." It's like, okay,
0: fair enough. I mean, there's also like, there's still so, they, they don't
2: mind it, but it's just easier because you got to translate and you lose in translation, mm-hmm. or you might misinterpret. It, so,
0: no, but Pierre Dorian is bilingual, so yeah, there's, there's that as a backup. Not that the GM should be speaking all the time.
2: No, let alone the owner.
0: Yeah, but okay, again. Wow. but We haven't been working together in a long time and you're reading my mind an awful lot tonight. <laughs> not bad. And I mean, we're not even looking at each other since we're not in the same room, so you yeah, can't you're even be on, reading my face. Yeah. And we're not on Zoom, so... <laughs> not bad.
2: Right. Yeah. Th- just, just, just let him post on his blog. <laughs> well,
0: hasn't been banned from it yet, so he's got that going for him, which is nice.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, oh, you mean built the website instead of being on Twitter.
0: So, um, that's, uh, I don't have a whole lot of other senator stuff to talk about because there's so little coming out of what's been going on in, in training camp. So, yeah. which I'm is unfortunate. Forward to it.
2: Yeah. It's that's unfortunate.
0: The puck, I'm, I'm excited for Friday. That's where it goes. I'm
2: very excited.
0: That's where it goes. Um, a couple of other quick notes from other senators or ex senators' news around around the league. There's, um, Eric Condra joined the Blackhawks as a player development coach. Good on him.
2: Oh, right. Okay.
0: Um, I was happy to hear that and, and see that because he he's a, he's a decent guy. He's a good guy. And I think from just vague memories, he seems to be a pretty good teacher. I remember seeing him. Very, from...
2: very smart.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, putting him in a role do like that. Do what I say, I... not
2: what I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when you shoot like this. Yeah, yeah. That's a great shot. Yeah. Just get it yeah. in the net.
2: Jesus, okay. When you skate, try not to fall. Easy. Now. <laughs> Easy. He fell a lot. You know that.
0: Uh, Andrew Hammond signed with the Minnesota Wild. Good, mm-hmm. good for him. Very pleased to see that.
2: Yep. He should be a taxi goalie for sure.
0: Um, Craig Anderson is on a PTO with Washington.
2: Good for him. What else did Washington do? Chara. Chara.
0: That was, How, that was two lines down, but yes. That's huge. Huge. Yes, he is. <laughs> not only
2: that, he's got to play Boston nine times this year,
0: or Boston has to play him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like th- this has to be kind of last kick of the can, eh?
1: Well, you could say that Chara and Anderson might
0: take the capital by storm.
2: Oh, get out!
0: No, that would be that would only be if they were. <laughs> no, you're not
2: even here. Leave your own house. Leave your own house. <laughs> you you got to wait outside.
0: <laughs> um. I, Mike Hoffman signed a PTO with St. Louis, but I thought I saw something about him actually signing with them earlier it's today. A,
2: it's a oh, I didn't see it, but it's I'm a technicality sure. because they need the LTR because St. Louis took a lot of hits. Alex Dean's retired now too. Um, where's the LTIR? Do they even have it? Tarasenko's out forever. Yikes! Oh, I guess Alex Dean is also. Excuse me. Less- Alexine is also LTIR, so they needed the LTIR room to start in order to sign him.
0: Okay. So
2: it's a handshake deal for now.
0: So they'll take him once they have the space available. With once that's right.
2: Yeah, I think Pierre LeBrun said one year around four. Not not bad considering the environment we're in.
0: No. That's actually course,
2: he he deserved term, but again, why didn't Florida want him?
0: can't say
2: Florida got a riddle like dadanov is gone I think they changed GM again I, I don't I can't keep up with Florida
0: <laughs> nobody knows nobody knows uh, so yeah Chara, Uh what else what else do we have oh question for you um Columbus um, coach help me out Torts. thank you Players are constantly saying they love playing for Torts. All players, ex-players, retired players love playing for him, love playing for him. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I take that at face value. I absolutely do. Now, if if that's the case, which I believe it is, why does it seem like so many players want to get out of Columbus?
2: Remember in high school or university where you had that hard ass teacher?
1: Yep. And people loved or hated him.
2: No, no, not even you loved him at the time. Most people probably right. hated him because they were too tough. And then after the fact you go, Man, that was a good teacher. Yep. That's what I think it is with Torts.
1: You think? Okay. I could see well, that. Well,
2: number one, don't forget he he won in Tampa. So yes, we went through it and this was like the whole like Mike Keenan stuff, right? It's like and I think even Scotty Bowman was like it somewhat that he you hate playing for him until you win. And he's he's a very good coach. He knows what he's doing. He's very intelligent. I, I think he's a great coach. He's been also able to adjust his coaching style to the game instead of digging his feet in. Um, so, honestly, I think it's after the fact that you've played for him that was difficult you have either one and you get it or two you went and played for other coaches that weren't as good to so go man he was strong he was great i did like that time that's what i think it is with with torts.
1: yeah i could see that i've had that experience
2: and when you think of all the uh, yeah same um when you think of all the uh, i don't want to call it the meat but just kind kind of the Outing of all the, the toxic coaches, and not a single player said anything about Tortorella. About the player abuse stuff last year, if you even remember that. Yep. Not a single word about Torts, and people were asking, you like, nope, absolutely not. But I just think it's a, it's not fun when you're there. You know, Pierre Luc Dubois is looking for a trade, he might be a good one see. I don't think that we've got the pieces that Columbus needs right now,
0: or that they would take, unless well, one Columbus
2: there. needs to win now, right? And like, no, thank you.
0: Mm-mm. Yeah, they do. They've got uh, quite a number. They of
2: need overlays. to win now. So, and and we took all their second round picks too. Uh, um, so we need a player that they need now and we just don't have it.
0: Dubois only 22. Mhm. Wow.
2: He's fifth overall, I think or something like that?
0: I didn't realize he was that young. I thought he was about 24. Third
2: overall. Third overall, sorry. Wow. Now, if you can't sign Brady, maybe. Straight up.
0: If you can't sign Brady, you're fired.
2: Oh, no, he didn't want to be here. Yeah, thanks.
0: (laughs) If you can't sign him, you're fired. If you can't get a top top draft pick after their entry level to sign here, then you haven't created the right environment for them to want to be here. And that's the general manager's job.
2: Colonel, who's the one that's really negotiating with Brady.
1: mark stones in,
2: in, in a general yeah and it's also his uncle but it, it do you think that eugene's not in that the whole time I would he might not. he might scapegoat dorian but i don't think he will um Well, it, it... You know, like it, any other team in general, absolutely. And even at that, it would be it, it would be the owner firing the GM and then getting the, the player signed. <laughs> you, know, you can't do it. So there's con- there's conflict between the two of you. Top player see a GM, but I I don't think that Dorian's career would be negated by that unless he gets scapegoated.
0: If you can't sign a top-five draft pick out of their entry level, there's mm-hmm. something wrong.
2: Right, but well, Eugene, Eugene's going to be in that conversation the whole time.
1: <sighs> he All right, well, stay out well, let's pivot back to positivity.
2: Well, the, sign, they, they haven't not signed him.
0: Yeah, True, not yet.
2: But if, if you get Pierre-Lou Dubois for him, okay. Stutzler can play top-line left-wing. He might be better on the wing than center long-term because he because that way he can just go. He doesn't have to worry about go the, the, the two-way play. He's, he's, he's great defensively too, by the way, he doesn't get burned like the other, like Spets did. Um. But otherwise, like, I, I don't know We if, if you don't get Dubar or someone like that, this draft isn't going to be great. Um, don't know how they're going to do the draft lottery either, and I've got an idea for that in a bit. But then Tim uh, then Stutzla has to be the number one center for this team.
0: Well, I would hope he will be.
2: So we either have Brady and Stutzla or Stutzla and Dubois. And I I, I think Brady's a much, much better player than Dubois. that's Columbus, so we don't really watch them. but
0: He's also um, marketable not that Dubois isn't because we don't know he's not here now, but Brady is and he is. And I think that needs to be taken into consideration as well. Like they've been talking about, they've been playing him up for two years and they'll be playing him up again this year. Right. So look, that's I got fun. that
1: reverse retro Jersey with Kachuk on the back. So let's not go.
2: There. <laughs> so did I. So we're poached. <laughs> now
0: I know who to blame. I know where to point the finger.
2: Now, Dubois is also from saint tagat Demo. I don't know where that is. get that's in Montreal. Uh, Montreal suburb, yeah. So, could be marketable here, but I don't, again, I, I would rather Brady, and you're right, Like you, we've put everything into Brady. Yeah, that's a tough But tough he's going to want to win real soon because this has been nonsense for two years. I, I think that we've done the right moves to, to let's say, listen, two-time Stanley Cup champion. You get to we got a note here. On, now. Go ahead.
1: Oh, so let's change the topic. We've got a, a note here on offside rule
0: tweak. I missed what this is.
2: Your toe doesn't have to be on the ice anymore. It's a plane.
0: It's a plane. In other words, Pan got what he yes. wanted. That's why I wrote it down.
2: Okay. <laughs> just like everything else in life, it just takes a bit of time, but logic, <laughs> logic, uh, Comes out on top, finally. Because when when they announced the rule at the start, I'm like, why don't they just make it a plane? It's like, oh, and that's exactly what happened, which is good.
0: By the way, saint Agathe is north of saint Sauveur and Morin Heights. I uh, don't know. Not as far as Trombleau.
2: Oh, so it's he, so he's a local player.
0: Well, I mean, depending on where you consider local to be, from Montreal, yeah.
2: Okay, but, well, from here. Oh, okay, so past.
0: North some, from Montreal. Uh, you'll, go, you'll, yeah. go you'll go through Saint-Sauveur. You'll go through saint Agathe before you get to Trombeau.
2: Okay. Local enough. Yeah. Ish. Ish. But, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But, I, anyways, so so that's what I think the issue is with torts. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't sure I traded Brady off, but that's what I think the problem is. With
0: <laughs> um, one other senator to note, um, Anthony Duclair. He signed with Florida. Remember that organization we were
1: talking about? Oh, that's with? what that's true. True. Was, yes. Yeah, and how was his salary?
0: <laughs> it, not big.
2: Don't try to sell your house on your own in a recession.
0: Don't negotiate your own contract.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah That. Yeah, that's an expensive not, lesson. That costs costing millions.
1: And then Ego probably got in the way after that, right?
2: Yep. He was offered about twice as much as what he got. Yeah, he got 1.7 for one year. Yep. They never offered him four and a quarter for four because that would have been the maximum that the arbitrator would have given him for one year. So when people were talking about that, like that wasn't a thing, he debunked it, but it also made no sense. So why, why would they not go to arbitration for a deal that they offered? For less of a deal that they offered as a term?
0: <laughs> Hard say. So,
2: yeah. I, I'm sad to see him go. I think I think it would have been hilarious to have Duclair and uh, Matt Murray and Stepan all on the team at once. While Ryan Dezingle is a healthy scratch in uh, Carolina. But that's fine. Oh, you know that, eh? If you follow the trade tree, do you know where it goes to? Goes to? No. Nope. Hosa for Heatley.
0: Hosa for Heatley. Heatley for...
2: Yep. McCulloch. Yep. McCulloch for Dion.
0: Okay.
2: Dion for Gabrick. Oh, no, that's not the one. <laughs> I was going to say no sorry Where did, no sorry that's a Tampa that's a Tampa trade so Hosa for Heatley, Heatley for McCulloch McCulloch for Dion Dion for Gabrick Gabrick to Tampa for Coburn and Pawcat and the second, the second round, round pick. pick so this thing can carry on for another 15 years depending on <laughs> who that second round pick is
0: or what we if we happen to trade either Pawcat or Coburn at the trade deadline yeah,
2: yeah. which we will Of course we will. I don't think they're, they're, they're going to be that great of picks, but still, free players for LTIR. You get a second, a third, and a fourth out of that, great. Or a second, a fourth, and a fifth, fantastic, for LTIR. Yeah, that's very good. And then, of course, protecting yourself for the expansion draft. Yep. All these guys are gone.
0: Well, we'll have to we'll look at that closer to the end of the season as to who's has yeah. got protected. Cuz we looked at that last year and we didn't agree, which I thought was interesting. So we'll see what happens this year. Cuz we got a lot mm-hmm. of different names circulating around now that we didn't have to worry about before. That's right. That's right. okay. We've been at this long enough.
2: Yeah. I've got just one last thing to add. Cuz they didn't they didn't talk about the the um entry draft, right? So mm-hmm. for this year for the, uh, the draft lottery, sorry. So there's four divisions, four teams make the playoffs of each division, which means there's 15 teams that don't because Canada's only got seven teams. Yep. Because these teams were not able to go head to head against each other. It's going to be very difficult to rank them properly. Correct. North division is going to be weaker than the other divisions. So, and like a team like Boston might miss a playoffs and Washington might miss a playoffs but they're not a bad team. So if it were me, and if you remember when that second level of the expand or of the entry draft last year with the teams and the balls on them, yep. when when the Toronto one just kind of went Missed. around the rim and yep. then the Rangers jumped in, what I would do is say for the bottom 15 or the 15 teams that don't make the playoffs, each one of you has equal rankings. And then you broadcast the draft lottery with the logos on the balls. But the first first ball you pick, oh, it's like, okay, this team, you're 15th overall. Next one, you're 14th overall. And then run it down that way. Yep. Like reverse snake. And how – I probably hate it because I think it's a great idea now. Just like an overtime game seven sounds like amazing. Right until you get picked. 13. Until you get there and you're not, yeah. <laughs> but that, I think
0: would that would never happen to the Senators. That would never happen.
2: Hey, No, no, it's reverting to the mean here, right? Because we've gotten bumped so many times. So we might be second or third worst on the uh, Canadian team, but this is our time to win it.
1: So you're saying we're due?
2: Yeah.
0: It's an interesting thought.
2: But So how exciting would that be? Nerve-wracking, whatever you want to call it. How exciting would that be to, to broadcast on TV to half of your fan base where 15 markets are interested
1: Well, that's kind of what they did that year with the with the Crosby draft right where there was a lockout? Yes they kind of did it yeah, but they so did so it, so it with like they
2: did it with the cards right so it was already oh, established. Okay. Do it right. the way that they did where we don't know and instead of just picking one, do it the reverse order.
0: And get it done in an hour.
2: Don't tell, don't confirm the friggin' team names.
0: <laughs> well, don't, I just want the whole draft to be an hour at most. It doesn't have to take, well, with 15 of them, oh, we're going to go to so and so reaction. A, no, not interested. Yeah,
2: yeah, no. And then the other thing, too, because this is a perfect time to do it because it's totally random. We don't know what the draft is going to look like, and it's going to be very difficult to evaluate these players. Mm-hmm. and Bob McKenzie ended up doing a draft special. And he's like, I, I got five different names for first overall. The majority of them, uh, the majority first overall, some people are picking him ninth. So it's, it's no, going to be is.
1: Yeah,
2: and it's it's not that it's not that end. strong of a draft either, which I think is why Dorian's getting rid of the 2021s and moving to 2022. Just saying. Hmm. Could be, and we overdrafted this year too. Which sure, I think they want to move out at some of these these picks, but couldn't.
0: No, but they can always be used as part of a trade later on.
2: Yeah, so or just backfill the AHL that needs backfilling. Yep, either way. And hope so. So yeah. So and I don't know. Anyway, so that uh, that I think would be a great idea, and I haven't heard anything about the expansion draft.
0: They want, to get the season. In the <laughs> they want to get the season going before they worry about that.
2: Right. But when the team start to tank, it's like, what are the, what's the rules? So,
0: now, is the expansion draft before? It's before the amateur draft?
2: Yes, it's before the entry draft. Okay.
0: That's what I thought.
2: Like three days before. I think it's like cup win. Okay, you got three days to build your team Seattle.
0: Oh, gosh. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Well, they'll have had it. Yeah, they'll, good they'll
2: they'll have it all. Play. That's yeah. gonna be a difficult one for them to scout too, because I guess they just got to do it on TV.
0: Well, they'll have lots of TV to watch. Yep, <laughs> lots. Okay, we have no email to read, as far as I know, and we have uh, no. We, we did get one actually. Did we? Okay, you read it because I must have missed that. Yep.
1: Well, uh, G Factor twenty eleven, or AKA Gareth emailed us uh, right before christmas with Oops. a uh, an image to the tsn app and you know basically he's trying to watch a video and it says it's only available in canada and he's obviously u.s based it says hey sends call-ups tsn.ca it's worse than the draft lottery tease a video great story good title 30 word blurb no details clickbait for anyone south of the border but just to keep you guessing like a 60-foot wrist shot on the leam in the playoffs it only works some on some of the videos." MUTSN.ca. PS, <laughs> keep up the good work and keep your stick on the ice.
0: Oh, thanks, Gary.
1: And I, I know what he's referring to. Like, oh yeah. You, see, you want to watch it and your your geolocation's wrong. I've, I've seen that too. Like I think I replied to him with like Saturday Night Live video.
0: Oh yeah. There's lots live of things YouTube. that you can't watch from up here. Yeah. So exactly. you click your VPN on. <laughs> Not that I know anything about that. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we uh we don't have any voicemail as far as i can recall no okay then let's go back to our let's just end with our favorite segment of all it's been a while what grinds your gears
2: you know what really grinds my gears
0: canuck you want to start
1: uh no you start
0: okay two things that grind my gears i have two uh number one um it's it, it's it's a time of year thing uh it happened this week Yet again, at this time of year, the NCC, the National Capital Commission, which for people not in the national capital area, this is um, because Ottawa is the national capital, there's the um, there's public land, like federally owned public land, which is administered by the National Capital Commission. They're the people who take care of it, whether it's Parliament Hill, whether it's official residences. (laughs) Thank you um labretton flats they're the people who own labretton flats and are in the midst of redeveloping it they take care of all sorts of roads and that sort of thing they also take care of big surprise the Rideau canal actually technically that's parks canada that run it but the ncc are the people who take care of the skateway on the Rideau canal and yet again this year the ncc had to put out an announcement saying stay off the ice it's not ready <laughs> And they have to do this every year because there are enough dim-witted idiots in this city who go, "Well, it's been cold for four or five days. We should go skating. Let's go on the canal."
1: <sighs> Don't they lower the water so it's only like a foot deep or something?
0: It's uh, it's a it's a uh, it can be anywhere from one to three meters depending on where you are. Oh, okay, well that's yeah. deep. Yeah, because they lower... Well, technically, since you asked, they lower the water really low to put in all the change cabins and so on, and then they raise the water back up again. Oh, okay. Um, so it's lower than when there are boats in it by about six feet. But there are certain sections of the canal which are much deeper than you or I. So you fall through the ice, you won't necessarily be touching the bottom. No. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it, it, it grinds my gears that the NCC has to do this every year, but they have to because as... Russell and uh, Stooley and Shredder used to say, people are stupid. But my big one, my what really grinds my gears is what I term shelf levers. And I see this constantly when I go to the grocery store. And what really bugged me was about a month ago when I noted this down, I was in the grocery store walking through the, I think I was in the chip aisle, and sitting on the shelf in the chip aisle was a $27 steak. oh come on somebody had taken it out of the meat counter and just you know while they're shopping they just said no i don't want this anymore and they left it and i i see this probably every second or third not necessarily that expensive a steak but something something died for that something i don't care about the dollars something died for that well it's also a matter of spoilage right like that that's now garbage it's not a
1: can of tomato soup which is an annoyance here you just spoiled that exactly that's no a, one else is going to pick it up and buy it now. No. And can't. you don't know how long it's been there. Should you
0: pick it up and put it back?
2: Yeah, or? no. Yeah. You can't. No, you can't. You can't. So
0: you're because you're too friggin' lazy and too, you know, I'm not bothering with this because I haven't paid for it yet. So it's not mine. So I don't care. You're just wasted this $27 steak. and That and, came from something that died. That came from something that died. And it could have been very tasty to somebody else if you had taken, what, 45 seconds to walk back to the meat freezer and put it back where it came from. Nope. I don't do that. I just leave stuff because I'm in a hurry or whatever else. Yeah. That one really, that one I got really steamed when I saw that.
2: Well, granted these days caring about something else, it dies it apparently isn't a thing now. So,
0: so that's what really grinds COVID. my gears. Yeah. Yeah. Over to you.
2: I, I uh, keep it local. Um, Education warnings. So for the bylaw that's been... How long has it been now? 10 months? Just about, eh?
0: Since all of this started, yeah. Since March? hmm
2: Yeah, 10 months now. Bylaw needs to start finding people. For? It, for not following the rules. And I know Quebec is real strict with this stuff. But... All Ottawa bylaw does is just give out warnings. People don't care about warnings. They know they've probably gotten a whole bunch of them. Start fining people for once.
0: You mean for gatherings and that sort of thing? For ga- exactly.
2: Okay. Gatherings or just when you're you're not doing what you're supposed to. Instead of politely asking them to do it because they're just not going to do it because there's no ramification. Hmm. And even... And and they said it even over Christmas. It's like, okay, it's like, well, listen, don't get together. We're not going to go into your house. And again, this is Ontario, definitely not Quebec, which was amazing, by the way. I'm sure you saw that video.
0: No. Oh, oh the, in the, Gatineau? The doorway in Gatineau? Yeah, that was interesting.
2: Yeah, that was amazing. Um, I missed this. So a neighbor snitched on a family that was having like Christmas. Christmas with their adult children. Of two separate households. Okay. So some they snitched on it. What the video doesn't say is that the people refused to identify themselves because obviously with your driver's license or ID you can see where you live. And then they just continued and continued. Apparently, uh, the the son hit one of the cops, so they dragged his girlfriend out of the house. They drive and and they they tried to get him out of the house. He was resisting, still on his feet. By the way. And then so someone in the family was filming the whole thing and then called police, and they were claiming police brutality and saying that one of the cops wasn't wearing a mask and he was a real risk to their life and stuff like that. See? You're the risk in life. If you're still on your feet and the cops didn't bring you down yet, that's not, I'm sorry. And the way that they did it was just restraining you. That's not police brutality. And they deserved exactly what, came, what what they were getting. So anyways, enough is enough at this point. We got to get a, a, a ahead of this. We're not in this together, but we're all impacted together. And if you're going to be the weakest link, then you're the one that's going to spread it to everybody else. So Christmas was two weeks ago. We've got a peak and it's bad.
0: Yeah, I'm just hoping it doesn't get any worse in another week after New Year's. Yep. Do you think New
2: Year's was worse? I don't know. I think Christmas was worse, but the people that went out for Christmas also went out for New Year's, Mm -hmm. possibly with other people. So if, let's say, group A or family A and family B didn't have – or family A had it and family B didn't, then if there's four people in family A and they all do other things for – because they just don't follow the rules, so chances are they're not going to follow the rules with New Year's. So they might go to just, oh, I'm just going to go to one friend's house, and it's going to be a couple. Well, the four people can split out to 16, and that's where everything goes to hell. Yep. So, anyway.
0: I haven't seen anybody outside my bubble. I I don't even know how long. Except, I did see. I I did see uh, a couple of family members on Christmas Day from the sidewalk. Like mm-hmm. walk up to their door, drop stuff at their door, wave from the yeah. sidewalk, and leave.
2: Yeah, like you were technically allowed, right? Because you're single, but like, you didn't want to because it's your. I'm assuming your parents.
0: No, I did not see. I I saw my parents from the sidewalk. I yeah. did didn't. I did not go in their house.
2: Yeah, like I had my parents over, and. They say to themselves, "For I think from December eighth to the twenty third, and I'm not going anywhere." Now I think it's been fourteen days since I since they left, and I haven't seen anyone. So I'm okay. Like, I'm not complaining about that because I'm okay. I understand the bigger picture. I'm very lucky that I can continue to work from home fairly easily, and I'm do, I'm doing fine. But I want to get out of this. Oh, yeah and the people that are ruining it for everybody else it's not that the government is closing down businesses these are the people that are closing down the businesses because they can't follow the rules and do things properly and this even follows into people's like well the NHL's playing so why can't I play hockey it's like listen the NHL players are getting tested daily and they go to work and they come home just like you're supposed to yeah, Except they're winner. tested daily. And with the income, and I was looking at this on Twitter, with the income that Ont- that the Ontario teams are bringing in, the taxation will probably pay for the full vaccine for the province.
0: Nice. That's an interesting way of looking at it. Can I- so, You got
1: one? Well, uh, I wouldn't say necessarily grinds my gears because I really don't feel that strongly on it, but Uh, a couple things came to mind. One is the, uh, if you saw it during the world juniors, I'm sure, I don't know if we're going to see it uh, with the NHL time will tell, but it's uh, the zoom audiences uh, where they show on TV and they'll, they'll kind of give you a nice kind of pan shot of all these different, uh, uh, different families and different individuals watching from home and they got their webcams on, which is kind of neat because I mean, that's what they're restricted to, but the, the, annoyances they always show that and i don't think they realize they're being shown so by the time they flip off them they just realize they're on tv and they start cheering so it's like oh i never get a chance to see them kind of cheer they're sitting there like mindlessly looking at their cameras and they don't know they're being broadcast so it's, it's kind of too bad they didn't have that tweak so you could uh, kind of get the reaction because they usually show it like after a goal or coming back from a commercial break or something like that um the other thing came to mind was and this is not really a grind gears but it's a uh, more of a plug but I'll spit it on a grind gears in the sense that there was a new movie that came out in 2020 uh it actually was one of the ones that went to theater remember when theaters were open just for a little while there Uh, (laughs) briefly and you know Hollywood kind of this was going to be one of the big summer blockbusters that like basically every movie including like the Wonder Woman's the Black Widows they're waiting for this movie to drop and the the name of the movie was Tenet uh Mm T-E-N-E-T and um it came out and you can, you can download it now. Uh, You can get it through, you know, whatever you want to purchase or rent a movie. Um, it's not streaming on one of the services yet. It's, it is a a rent or a buy right now. And I avoided watching it because I saw reviews that kind of said, well, it's the kind of movie you need to see a few times before you get it. And and usually when you hear that, you think, Oh, that kind of movie. And I don't know. I just not know if I'm in for that or not. And I watched it and, uh, I regret not watching it sooner. It's uh, it's not for everyone. It is a movie that you're going to want to watch more than once to understand it. But that sounds like a negative thing. It's actually, it is watchable and very enjoyable the very first time through. But it is one of those movies that doesn't explain itself until halfway through. So now you're starting to think back to stuff that you saw happening in the movie. And you're like, oh, so that's why you want to go back and rewatch it. So you can kind of get your mind wrapped around what was going on. And so it is very rewatchable and at a time when we're locked down and looking for stuff to watch, uh, that's a, a movie I might recommend. It's not for everyone. I would put it in this category. If you like the movie Inception, what they did with dreams and dreams within dreams, that kind of mind games, but still enjoyable. This, this
0: would be like that. Oh, okay. That's, that's an endorsement. That's like an ungrind your gears.
2: That's good. Right. All right. Pen anything else? I'm very excited for Friday. Yeah.
0: Well Yeah. Yeah. There's gonna be it it we, we may not be back for a couple of weeks to let the season sort of start a little bit and see what's happening, but we'll be back before too long. I'm just sort of hedging bets there because we haven't actually Matt Murray
2: gets
1: the shutout and Tim Stutzler gets hat trick.
0: Yeah.
2: Nope, nope, he's gonna get four goals in his first game and we're gonna win. Mm.
1: Nice.
0: Against Toronto. Ooh, that would be good.
2: Yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) How
1: will Austin Matthews feel about that?
0: Stay tuned! (laughs) (laughs) And somebody will care. Uh, All right, well, just uh, then to wrap up quickly, quick housekeeping to leave. com is our email address. Please email us. Say hi. Let us know what you want us to talk about in future episodes. We're always looking for content, thoughts, especially things that we may not have you hear what we come up with so if you come up with something else please let us know uh the forums at senscops.com will be there there will be game threads Sens bingo is there you know, other stuff going on there too always welcoming to, it's good to see old faces come back and, and always welcome to new faces as well and one 844 scu is the waiver wire drop us a line if you don't feel like doing it via your thumbs or your fingers Just give us a call let us know what's on your mind on behalf of panic and knock i'm cardinal thank you all very much for listening Welcome to Season 9. This is going to be a heck of a season for the Senators, one way or the other. Thank you much for listening. Good night.
1: Game on.